you know, I'm just, uh, yeah, living this weird, demented life in the USA right now. Just let me tell you at the beginning how much we miss you, uh, US musicians here, because the festivals yeah, without well, you... We miss just, you too. I miss you more than you miss me, believe me. <laughs> I've been stuck in the house for six months. This is I've, I haven't been home this long since I lived with my parents when I was 17, you know? That's a completely new experience. I mean, it's weird. I mean it, and, you know, it's nice that I'm not alone anymore, you know? There's all kinds of crazy shit. Everybody's kind of lost their mind. It's kind of step back and reflect a little bit here, man, before anybody does anything crazy, you know? So it's, it's already gone crazy. I don't want it to get worse, you know? Being at home turned out to be your extreme experience. I mean, I've always been doing it since I was 19 years old, you know? The 18 years old, yeah. actually. I went on the road with Connie Stevens when I was a little kid. My first big road gig, right? It lasted two weeks. I'm going, and then I joined Boz's band. Well, wait a second. No, I was like, hey, I turned 18, 19. Yeah, 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 something like that. I don't know, I'm reflecting, excuse me. <laughs> so it's a completely new experience just being at home. Up. Yeah, well, you know, that's the weird part. I mean, you know, believe me, I know every inch of my fucking house now. <laughs> I've worn out a fucking path in my slate floors, you know. <laughs> and occasionally you play a morning solo to a neighbor. Why not? Oh, well, no, that was really for real. This guy's like an asshole, you know what I mean? He called the cops on my then seven-year-old autistic son. Oh, no. New neighbor, new bad neighbor. So, you know, this guy's asshole decides to put like three leaf blowers next, right next to the bedroom side of my house. Because I live in the Hollywood Hills. The houses are closer together. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So this guy just purposely has his gardener come at 7 in the morning with 120 dB leaf blowers. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, as a joke... I said, I mean, I should put a, hook up my amps and fuck this guy over, you know? So you did. And my girl, my, and, and I said, nah, I'm not going to carry my shit out of there. Fuck it. And my girlfriend, Amber, says, do it. And I got pissed off. I said, you think I won't? I did it. <laughs> and she filmed it. And I didn't notice he was filming it until the very end of it when I turned my head and looked. And, I started, and then it got put up and it went viral. It Top did. Top five on Reddit, you know? <laughs> it was hilarious. And then the next week, my single dropped with Ringo. And, uh... It's doing great. I mean, as far as by today's standards, it looks like I have a hit record, except no money, you know, because it's all digital. Oh, you know, like 261,000 people on YouTube in nine days or something mm -hmm. like that. Yes. That's showing for me as a solo artist and ever, I think. I mean, and it's certainly in the digital world, you know. I got to count my blessings one way or another. I mean, my visibility is high, and usually I could parlay that into a live experience, you know. Mm -hmm. Things are different now, you know. Things are really different now, so we have to... I'm re you know, there's a lot of plans coming up that I can't really say except you'll be surprised and laugh and then you'll go, Yes, this is great. That's all I can tell you right now because I have a lot of things in the fire. So you just described my reaction to your first single because I was surprised, yeah. I laughed and then exactly Well here's the deal with that. That was written for Ringo's birthday by me, Joe and Paige. And, you know, both Joe and I have solo records coming out in February on the same day. We all worked on each other's records. It's, you know, so it's not Toto, but it's like, you know, members of for sure. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Everybody yeah. played on every record. I got some of the best page ever on live recordings on my new solo record. It's nothing like the single. That's a pop song. Like in the vein of Beatles, ELO, Tom Petty, you know what I mean? It was, just like, mm -hmm. it was for Ringo's birthday, 80th birthday, you know, and it never really got released. I said, it's on my record, but it's like, you know, it's an odd little track towards the end of the album, you know, that I just put on there. What I really like is a commercial thing. My album is really much more hard-edged, um, 
fusion even sometimes, and live playing, live solos. You know, I overdubbed the vocals. I did the record in eight days, top soup to nuts. You know, I had Joseph's help. Joseph was actually a great help to me with us because he's become a hell of a fucking engineer. We did a lot of recording in my house, mobily, you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, in having to make records in this world, I mean, fortunately, I cut the shit live in February. So I had the, all the tracks, and then David had a medical setback, and he's just retired now. He's like, I think this, I got the last David Bates recording. I mean, he's okay, but he's just not built to travel or anything. He's really just kind of mellowing out in his... Uh, older age and he's very comfortable and happy with his situation as far as I know anyway last time I talked to him he's been rather aloof lately we've sort of been everybody's doing their own thing now because not really Joseph I see almost every day because he lives down the street alone and he's safe and he's not he only sees his kids and me and you know everybody's now here you know we're we're just trying to be safe you know like Mm -hmm. I said I got a lot of reasons not to be around anybody ill. I mean, I'm working with Ringo. He's one of the few people I see. And he, he sees me and very few people that he trusts, you know. He's 80 years old and he's had lung conditions since he was a little kid. I'm not going to be the guy that gets Ringo nope. sick, okay? No, no, no. no I, and my nanny of 36 years, there's an 85-year-old mom who's got lung issues and shit, you know. So I had to be careful. I can't even see my fucking kids until next Monday because oh. my ex-wife thought it was a good idea to take him to the San Diego Zoo. And my kids don't understand the the severity of all this. They're, you know, 12 and 9. And my son is autistic. And he talks and he's wonderful. And I love him more than anything in the world. But if he got sick, he wouldn't be able to tell me where it hurts, you know? Oh, if he can't breathe, and it's, it's scary shit. I got a really high immune system from traveling the world for 40 almost 45 years. Well, know? yeah, your, your immune system has so, seen mean, many. I've touched everything. I've been to China. I've been to every fucking yeah. country there is, except in, of of India. I've built up a strong immunity, even as an old fucker now, you know? Well, yeah, as, as you yeah. mentioned, you have to take care of your friends and family, definitely. Well, I made a pact with the people I do see mm-hmm. that we would be cool and wouldn't go into a public place like, say, the zoo or, you know, something. Yeah. You got to be careful. Okay, let's come back to, to to the single and to the album. I'm keeping sure. my fingers crossed for your for your family. Hopefully, nothing, nothing, Thank you. No, n- no, nothing wrong is going. We live in we live in very strange times now. I don't really that's understand them. That's all I can them. say. Mm-hmm. This is beyond anything I could have imagined in my lifetime. That's all I can yeah. say. I yeah. think everybody feels mm-hmm. that way. I agree. You know, I mean, America has been is shamefully unequipped to deal with this right now, and I'm praying that uh, a change may come. And I hear rumors of parts of Europe opening up to us next year. So in the ideal world, when could we expect the whole album? Well, the album comes February 26th, along with Joseph Williams' album, who I worked on. We worked together, me and mm-hmm. Joseph, are a very strong duo right now, is all I can tell you. And in the perfect world, were you planning, you, you obviously must have been planning some touring. Yeah, But. that's all I can say. <laughs> Man. I'm not an idiot, okay? You don't throw away 45 years of work. You just got to go about it a different mm-hmm. way. Unfortunately, some relationships have been severed, and it's gotten really weird. And I just, I have to erase negativity from my life. I mean, how many incredible summers do I have left? I don't want to live the rest of my life now. It's very important how I live the rest of my life. It's, it's an, everybody's angry right now. I was angry. I'm seeing a shrink now for this stuff. I'm on depression medication because from my doctor and uh I'm trying to deal with like this lifestyle and if I didn't have 
my wonderful girlfriend, I'd probably be at the bottom of my pool right now with fucking, you know, I, I, I'm keeping it together, but it's it's hard. I mean, you know, it's hard for everybody. We all miss the old way, and the old way may never come back the way we remember it. I hope that I'm wrong. Maybe there'll be a miracle. You know, miracles do happen. And I, I've witnessed them and experienced them recently. So I'm a strong believer in uh, God, not the cartoon God or the cartoon Jesus. I'm talking about the real thing. The, the real heart and love is everything in the whole universe and all that. I believe in that corny shit because I believe it's true. That's my belief. You may have ever, people may believe something different, but I'm hanging on to that. My faith, you know, is not a church faith. It's a personal faith and personal relationship. It's kind of like my feelings politically. I'm not either side, but I lean towards the side that's right. Okay? Not right wing, but just the right decisions. That you know feels, what I mean? Mm-hmm. That feels you know what I mean? I'm not, I, I'm an independent. And I've voted both sides. I vote for the man, not the party or the woman. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't need four more years of this, I can tell you that. That's all I'm going to say politically. Listen, I have friends on both sides. Yeah. I get it. I respect the person's opinion. There is a gray area that's disappeared where we can meet in the middle mm-hmm. and agree. That's all I want to say about politics because, it, you know, it's polarizing, and I don't want to lose one, you know, any people that might think that I'm taking a side. You fucking liberal, you fucking rethuglican, or whatever they fucking call people. I'm just, the name-calling's no. got to stop, you mm-hmm. know. This is not and chumming the racial shit. is just bad idea. That's not political. That's humanitarian. We've got to get back to a little bit more tolerance and love and, you know, let's stop screaming at everybody. And, you know, I think the Internet is a fucking dangerous place to play because you're playing with, you know, you're not going to change anybody's mind on the Internet. Oh, yeah, really? You know what? You're right. I'm wrong. You know, it's like that's not going to happen, you know? No, you're not going to change anybody's mind by writing no, in a comment gonna, somewhere. Especially now. Everybody's mm-hmm. chosen their side by now. I personally think that we need a change because my business, our business, the musicians' business, the guys that really do this for a living, not like as a hobby. This is fucked us all, and all the crew. And unfortunately, I can weather the storm financially, but in terms of work, I have to be careful because I don't know how long this is going to go on. You know, I got a big nut every month. You know, with a lot of people I take care of and care about and pay for. So it's weird for me. It's like going a thousand miles an hour into a brick wall. Yes. Well, yes. Yeah, that's how you it know? felt. And that's for, not, yeah. I feel for the crew guys that are losing their homes and their kids exactly in school that. and the nut and they don't have any money and there's no mm-hmm. fucking pension for them. There's nothing. So we do music care stuff to try to help. And I do, I do give thanks every day for my good fortune and the ability to take care of my family, even in the dark times like now. Mm-hmm. Some cats don't have the money to hang in, man. It's going to be a real rough ride for them. And God knows what happens. You know, I'm just praying for peace every day. I want everybody to be happy, not just one side, you know? I know. Mm-hmm. Is that your... Fucking, I mean, I'm a, listen, I've lived life. I've seen the world. I know how many beautiful people there are in all these wonderful countries that I've had the honor to visit. I mean, I think most, 99% of the people are really nice, really cool people. But the 1% screams so loud, it deafens the positive energy, and, you know? And scares a lot of people as well. Yeah, well, fear, fear, fear. How do you think what this is doing to our kids? My daughter didn't get a summer. She started seventh grade next week, next Monday. She didn't get her. She can't see her friends. She had no graduation. She had no fucking first day of school because now it's all digital on Zoom. 
What, what about the social interactions and the PTSD that all these kids in America are going to feel from all this shit? Yeah. It's like uh, dwarfing their growth as a human being, socializing. Imagine what that does to a kid's psyche. I can't. Everything is toxic and everybody's toxic. I mean, I'm... that's really going to follow you through life. Everybody's sick. Don't touch me. You know, that's a, what kind of a way is that to live? I can't even hug my, my, my friends. Mm-mm. This is the socialization when you hit junior high school, man. Mm-hmm, and you this learn how to be important. with people. It's mm-hmm. important to be around lots of people and experience emotions. There's going to be good and bad. Maybe your first love, your first kiss and shit. You know what I mean? No, you want to experience want my, that I online. My, I want my kids to have this. My, my older kids are great. They're happy and they own their own homes and stuff like this. They're off the dole. My son's got a killer record coming out with his band. He's got a single coming out in October with his new band. It's going to knock everybody off their fucking charts. It'd be the number one record, I'm telling you. Did you play this on like, this album? Like Def Leppard meets U2 meets Earth, Wind and Fire with a singer that looks like Jesus and has a five octave range. Perfect. <laughs> He sings perfectly in tune. And they're nicest people, you know? And, uh, you know, that's, you know, um, that's going on for him. And so I mean, my little kids are the ones I got to look after, you know, right now. You know, the tension around everything is just, everybody's just on edge, you know. Um, wow. And I just thought it would be a, a simple conversation about one song, but it's no, impossible. Okay. I'm with talking you. a whole lot of shit because that's what's going on in the world. Okay. So yeah. I'm really happy about how the single's doing, but wait till you hear the record. Wait till you hear the whole album. It's a whole other fucking ballgame. So when's the it's next one? The, it's the most honest playing I've ever played. It's the most real thing I've ever done in my career because I did the record in eight days, top to bottom. Live, everything, like old school. Like we, It sounds like an old 70, 70s album, but with the high fidelity of 2020. I'm really, this is a record I've always wanted to make, call it a vanity record or whatever, but it'll be interesting to see how people react to it and some of the choices I made as far as a cover here and there. They're very obscure. And uh, from my childhood, not like number one records, like album cuts, you know. And then I wrote a bunch of really cool songs, and I, you know, Joseph and I kind of uh, put it together with my uh, engineer and co-producer, Ken Freeman, who was also front of house for Toto as well, back in the old days, when there was a Toto. <laughs> Well, you know what? For us Polish fans, when when we found out about Toto not touring anymore, for us it was well, of course it was sad news, but it was obvious that now you'll get to your solo album finally after eight years. Well, let's just say that you're in for a surprise. <laughs> It's thrilling, okay? It, it it is for us. I mean, I'm I'm checking what the Polish fans are are commenting. No, well, please tell all the Polish fans that I send love and we haven't forgotten you. As soon as uh The fog lifts, as they say. We'll be back in one way or another. You once told me that you're like herpes. You always come back. That's true. <laughs> That's just like herpes. I always come back. Just when you forgot. <laughs> At the most inopportune moment. It's... it's <laughs> these, are, these were your words. I just remember. <laughs> Do you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You told well, me that... that should, that's one of my... That's one of my favorites. <laughs> you told me that about eight years ago I've or something. I've used that many times. Like herpes, <laughs> I always come back. Well, except that... <laughs> except that... You forget about me for six months or so, maybe a year, and all of a sudden you get the hankering to hit your crotch. Oh, I'm back. <laughs> I'm an odd, strange man. Please forgive me. <laughs> The only difference is that we don't forget about you. There's, there's no way. You I just... know. Listen, you got Poland is obviously a special place in my heart. Look, we did a record there, man. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you guys are fantastic. You know, there's 
the love will never die between us and other to- my old members or whatever they're doing right now. David's retired. Steve's retired. And that leaves me and Joe. The other two brothers are dead. God bless them. I miss them every day. <laughs> 